The rental crisis in Australia is pretty bad at the moment, but it's about to get worse. And in this video, I'm going to discuss exactly what that means for not only people renting their home, but also people that own their own home. This plays in both parts. So if you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you are interested in more live updates as to what I'm doing in the market, whether it's property, crypto, NFTs, then definitely join the Patreon community. There's a link in the description below and there's a few positions available in the mastermind. So definitely join. So people that are wanting to rent properties, they can't find the right properties and this is causing a massive crisis. Prices for rent is going up and that means that some people don't have enough money to actually live. Now, before before you jump onto the bandwagon and suggest that investors, the ugly investors are the ones that cause this, it's actually not the case. And we're gonna dive deeper into this. You see, when investors actually buy a property, they buy it with the intention to have a rental property. So they go out and they give it to someone to go, hey, well, this is the rent you can pay to borrow my house and then you can live in there. When you buy a house for yourself, you're taking supply out of the market. So it's actually the opposite of what most people think is the cause. It's actually the solution is having more investors come into the market and go and buy up those properties. Now, the flip side to that is, well, investors are what causes prices to go higher, which is why we have an issue in the first place. And that again is incorrect. When you look at internal migration, you've seen a lot of people move out of the capital cities and unaffordable markets into some of these regional areas, but this has been happening for a long time. There's not enough properties being built and that is the big problem. The supply of actual properties and new developments coming into these areas is by far the biggest problem, not these ugly investors and not people trying to buy holiday homes. In some cases, investors are actually good for a market because they go in and they see a property that hasn't been really maintained well, they can go in, renovate that property, and now they've provided housing for someone else there. So if investors aren't the problem and we know it's supply, well, is this about to get worse? Well, yeah, it is. You've got less developers actually building homes and you've got less people wanting to hire builders to build homes. And that really is because of inflation. On one hand, you've got inflation, which is causing the cost of building a home to go through the roof. You've got all these elements to build a home that have gone up by 30, 40, and 50%. It then translates into a higher price for the build. Equally, because we've got so much inflation, the rates keep increasing. So people are going, well, is it better for me to go out and buy a property that exists today? I know what sort of mortgage I could get. I could probably fix it for the next five years. I know exactly what my mortgage repayments are. Versus if you go ahead and buy an off the plan or you buy house and land packages, or you're about to build a home, you have no idea what the rate will be in 12 months time. And this has been very evident with some people that I speak to where 12 months ago, they could have got a rate for their own home at like 1.9%. But since they've been building the house and there's been delays, then you've got inflation. So the cost of the building's gone up. They not only have to pay extra for the build. So they have a price variation, but they also now have to go and pay twice in some cases, more interest on their mortgage repayments. And that is a cause of concern. So there's not enough houses being built and the existing homes are now in more demand. Because if you really think about it, buying a home for say $350,000, you're basically getting the land for free. Because now in order to build a home in Australia, it's costing at minimum 250 to 300 and you've got to wait for at least 12 months and have the uncertainty of what's coming next. So a combination of that is really adding fuel to the fire of demand, especially in these affordable markets. This will be very important to remember as we go through this video. Now, without going into deep economics and modern monetary theory, well, let's take a step back and really figure 
figure out what inflation is, which is basically the cost of everything going up because the value of our currency is dropping. But in addition to that, what we can do is the monetary policy can change. We can have the RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, the central bank in that country come in and increase interest rates. Increasing interest rates means that most people will go, hey, now the cost of my home is a lot more. I'm gonna save my money. In effect, what the central bank is trying to do is to decrease inflation. And this poses another problem because you see, as interest rates increase, it means that the borrowing power of people goes down. Because now the expenses are higher, the bank might say, hey, yes, Fred, you could have borrowed 850 last week, but now, uh, yeah, you could probably borrow about 700. And because in that market, there's nothing available at that price range, it means one of two things. Prices either come down if there's not enough demand or two, the rents go up. If someone really wants to live in that suburb, they now have to shift their plans from buying a house to actually renting. So as rates go up, we also see the increase in rents as well. In addition to that, as the rates go up, the actual landlords or the investors have their repayments go up. So they then go, well, if I'm paying more, it's fair to say that whoever's living in my house needs to pay more too. And that is exactly what we are seeing play out. So will rents rise as rates rise? Well, economists agree as the Reserve Bank increases rates, renters will likely cop higher rents. Why? Well, it's exactly what I just said. It's because landlords will not have yet paid off the cost of their mortgage and will pass on their higher monthly repayments to their tenants in the form of higher rent. Basically, rate rises still increase pressure on renters, says NAB's chief economist, Alan Oster. Not enough to crunch them, but investors will want to try and offset the impact of rate rises on their cash flow. Impact Economics lead economist Angela Jackson agreed. We are already seeing very tight rental market nationally that is likely to result in higher rents in the year ahead with big increases already being experienced in regional areas, she said. Regional areas. While renters are not directly impacted by rate rises, it may lead landlords to increase rents to recoup higher interest costs. So let's look at an example of what that could look like with some numbers. Let's look at an example. If you have a house and you have a $400,000 loan, right? Then you go out and have the repayments go up because the interest rate went up by 1.5%. That will mean an extra $340 per month increased in your mortgage repayments. Now, if you have two properties, that'll be double. If you have five, that'll be five times as much. And it starts getting quite scary. And this is what I get often asked is, Ravi, you have investment properties. Are you not scared how high these rates can go? And what will that mean? Well, on the flip side, my property managers are the one coming to me and saying, we need to increase the rents because they are so behind the market rate. And that is what's causing investors to then increase the rents. And if I use an example from one of our clients that bought a property only like six months ago, they're now having to increase their rent by $50 a week. So on that example, a $50 increase in your rents, so your weekly rent goes up by $50. After your property management fees, that's an extra $201 per month. Now, if you go and minus the extra payment of $340 with the $201 extra that you're getting from the rent, that actually works out to be $139 per month. Now, to put that into weekly terms, that's $32 a week. It's not that bad. And this is why time and time again, I've said on this channel, yes, it's all well and good. You're looking at cash flow, you're looking at capital growth, but do you really understand what you're doing here? It's because we prepare for the worst as well. When you have rates starting to increase, you know that your rents need to be in a good position. How do you ensure that? With rental growth. How do you ensure rental growth? Well, you've got to look at vacancy rates. You've got to look at how much in demand is this suburb for people to want to live there. You've then also got to cross-reference that with how much people can actually afford. Now, what we can see in this data here is that the national weekly median asking house rent increased by 16.8% 
over the past year. So while everyone has just been talking about how prices have increased of houses, as I go back to the point of going, that's a lot sexier to say house prices went up by 100K than to say rents went up by $100 or by 20%. And that is the biggest play here. If you go ahead and you look at all of these markets, you can see some of these changes in vacancies is phenomenal. When you look at Sydney, it's gone by 10.7%, Melbourne's 15.7%, Brisbane is at 48.2%, which means almost half as many properties available today than there were a year ago. And this is gonna then translate into the annual change for how much the prices go higher. Obviously, this is just looking at the rents of capital cities. But if you look at regionals and you look at the percentage, cash on cash return that you can get is phenomenal. And that is why I continue to go and buy out there. Now in saying that, there are some metro markets that I am now dabbling into and buying for myself as well as for my clients. So it's a pretty fruitful time. <laughs> now, while I say that with a smile on my face, it is very difficult for most people that are renting out there now. My heart goes out to those people, but the truth is this is the time. These are the moments and we've had this time and time again play out where we need to go out there and financially educate ourselves. We can see that the rents are going up because the available rentals have been trending down since the pandemic began. You can see in this purple color, that's the regional markets. And now you can see the capital markets also fall. In addition to that, when you have immigration really go out to the levels they should be at, then we're gonna see this number even drop further. Now at the moment, it looks like the interest rates will continue increasing for some time before the economy starts shaking. And there's some signs already of that. So while that happens, it spells more trouble for renters because as the rates increase, they're gonna be offset by the landlords onto the renters and the renters are gonna feel more pressure. And I'm gonna put it out there, but I think in the next 12 months, we're gonna see some sort of rental subsidy stimulus that's gonna be introduced from the government and that will pretty much be when the market starts turning because we're gonna realize that we're trying to contract the economy with the monetary policy, but then you've got the fiscal policy, which is now expanding by giving more money out to more people. If you're watching this video and you're like, what the hell is happening? you're not alone. Economists themselves don't know what's happening because they've never seen this before. This is truly a messed up market. And that is why you need to assign yourself the right team, be listening to the right people and stay accountable. Because if you don't go out there and you look at assets, financial freedom for yourself and really liberating yourself with the right education and listening to the right people, you are gonna continue falling behind. When we looked at this and we go, oh, it sucks to be a renter. You know, your repayments are going high. You're all scared. But then they offload that to the renters, again, who don't own those assets. Now I'm a renter to myself, I rent fest, right? Now it wouldn't be great if rents continue going higher because my disposable income reduces because I have to pay for my rent. But that's just the nature of the game. I understand that. And that is why I go and continue to try and educate through these videos that as much as I want you to get financial freedom, I just wanna know that you can take care of your family and know that you have enough money coming in, create the multiple streams of income, get the assets while you can, because I think in the next five or 10 years, we're gonna be in a very different spot. If you're interested in my thoughts to know how scary this could actually get, definitely go check out this video because I explore something that most people aren't talking about. They're not even thinking about it. It's like, hey, I just want to wait till the properties come down. When they come down, I'll just pick it up on the dip. That's all driven by emotion and hope. What I want you to stick to is logic. Stick to numbers, they don't lie. And when you separate the emotion and the logic, you're gonna make decisions that are so much better for you and your family. If you're someone that's now seriously considering buying properties, investing, and looking at the right areas to go into, then definitely go check out this video. It is a deep dive across the best areas as well as a complete market update of what's happening in Australian real estate. For someone who's just found me on YouTube, I actually have a real estate license. I run a buyer's agency have been running it for a few years. I go out there and do this day in, day out. The reason I'm sharing this sort of stuff is because the schooling system has really failed us and is gonna fail our kids. Surprise, surprise. That's why we need to educate ourselves and I hope 
If you take anything away from this video, it is this, that you need to take accountability of your own finances because nobody else cares about your finances the way you will. If you guys have enjoyed this video, smash a like, subscribe if you're new here, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.